Well, 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 it's been a while. This is Kevin. With me today is Walter. We are the Horus, and we have a special guest joining us today. If our guest wants to introduce himself. Hey, everybody. I'm Skylar, Walter's best friend, Kevin's ninth best friend, <laughs> here to talk about movies and get crazy. I moved up into the ninth spot after I killed the person who was previously there. It's a bit of a Highlander situation. So, yeah, Walter better watch his back because uh, eventually I'm going to be coming for him, too. I got some time. You can't skip a level. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I kill you, then the person who's number three moves up to two, and that's unacceptable. I don't think that math checks out. Yeah, no, that's, that doesn't make any sense. So we are talking about the movie Halloween. This is the original double, Halloween. Yep, this is a double pick. I accidentally picked two movies in a row. Yeah, but real dumb, real dumb. I, I think it like worked super out. Super stupidly. We watched Halloween in October, which I feel like is super appropriate. Yeah. I watched this on Halloween Eve. I watched so have, it on November 7th. <laughs> and we've <laughs> the all spookiest I, day of the year. <laughs> right. I, I think we've all seen this movie before. We watched it this most recent time. I think this is my fifth time watching this movie. Yeah, I mean, this is probably like my third or fourth time watching the whole thing. Yeah, I think this is my third time as well watching it. The nice thing is that it is a tight 90 minutes. You can, yeah. you can get right through it. Brief. The, the movie really does not outstay its welcome. That was something I really appreciated with the movie when I was done with it. There were a couple bits that I thought were slow, but I think that it really works out well for Michael Myers. I, I spent a lot of time thinking about Michael Myers versus Jason um, and just the different, the different styles the two killers have in their films. Something I liked about Michael is you get a lot of shots of the neighborhood, uh, a lot of shots that show where houses are, who the people in the neighborhood are. And it feels like Michael really has to stalk his victims. So we get a lot of shots from his perspective, looking at people versus Jason, who's just kind of in the right spot at the right time to kill someone. There's way more of Michael just following people around in this movie than I remembered. Like about an hour of this runtime is just him creeping on Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. This, this movie is, is, you know, it really is a slasher. It's the beginning of the 80s slasher, but it it is sort of like a bridge between earlier stuff like Psycho and the full by the numbers Friday the 13th part four style. You know exactly who's going to die in what order and the surprise is how it's going to happen. Um, and I noticed the same thing. And, and, and the first time I saw this movie, I was bored to death because nothing <laughs> happens between the first kill and uh, almost an hour later. That is not just like build up, but yeah, I, I remember since... having to defend this movie to you. Yeah, 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 and, and uh, I'm happy to say that I can and have been convinced, can be <laughs> and have been convinced. Uh, yeah, it definitely is one that you have to be in the mood for, and it's like you can't go from you can't go from like Scream to Halloween. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it's like listening to all the music influenced by the Beatles. And then you go back to the Beatles and you go, well, this is this is I've heard all this before. Yeah. Maybe that's a bad example because Kevin hates the Beatles. It's, I, I was going to keep my I was going to hold my peace. It's going to hold on <laughs> that one. Yeah. Hold tight. yeah. You and my wife can talk shit about. Hell yeah. Magic for there's, there's two at least two of you. <laughs> yeah. So do and we want to put you on a boat and get you the fuck out of here? <laughs> Do we want to get into our notes uh, from when we were watching the movie? Let's do. Cool. So the first thing I really love about this film 
is looking at the poster, I had never noticed the knife in the poster. The hand holding the knife is like the first kind of wedge of the pumpkin looking at it. Oh, so yeah. that's, that's something that uh, I just noticed this year. So I'm very observant. That has to be pointed out to me. But I, yeah, I never noticed that before. And I, it's, I don't, I think it's intentional. I think just, so. It's like, uh, it's like the horror movie the FedEx. Right now. Yeah. yeah. It's like the horror movie FedEx arrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the eye kind of looks like his profile, profile of his head. So I, that makes me think it is intentional and not just my brain filling in some gaps. Do you see something else? I do not. No. All right. Well, something else. I, I mean, love about this movie. I, I, Give I'll, it like six more watches. Definitely not a friendly pumpkin. I'll say that much. <laughs> something else I love about this movie is right away. We get hit with that iconic opening song for this film. Let me just say that that the music in this movie is a fucking competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a good horror movie, have a John Carpenter score. That's part of the reason he's had such success. Yeah. It's crazy how good John Carpenter is at scoring movies. Yeah. And especially and one, because it came from like a place of him being like, well, I can't afford to hire a band, but I got <laughs> these enormous synthesizers sitting around. I guess I'll just <laughs> fuck around with these a little bit. Yeah, it's it's so simple and so creepy. And like just immediately iconic. It's yeah. really impressive. And I I think a big part of why this movie works so well or like creates its its tension so well. I think um, in addition to the music too is the sound design, uh, which I hadn't really noticed before and the, how the two play together really well. So it's like you have the music, but then you also have the breathing of Michael Myers under the mask, which I never really noticed until mm. this watch. And I noticed it, a lot more this time too. Yeah, for sure. And just, you know, uh, I was really paying attention to the audio because the audio, I think, really does a great job of showing you what kind of movie you're in, because otherwise it literally is just a bunch of people walking around their neighborhood uh, for like 45 minutes. (laughs) And if it wasn't for the music and the editing and and the sound design, it would just be kind of like a domestic drama where where nothing happens. Yeah, the sound in this movie is phenomenal and like i said kind of at the start of the show i really love how many shots we get that really establish michael as more of a human killer than some just god of death that's descending upon this neighborhood i mean in the first couple minutes there we get a lot of stuff where he's held in that institution he has to escape this institution and he only kind of does it just it seems like a just purely random night that he's able to get away that, you know, maybe the guards hadn't been paying attention that night. And he, he saw an opportunity to strike. Yeah. It's not even clear of like, he started the the breakout at the institution or if it just happened and he escaped. Mm-hmm. I, I always interpret it as it just happened and he escaped that there was some cruel hand of fate that, you know, needed Michael out to be killing people around Halloween that, uh, you know, the malevolent force would be like, yes, this is a very good time for Michael to kill. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that voiceover. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard the voiceover cut? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to get the briefcase-sized, uh, you know, edition with all the different cuts. The one it's with all, Harrison Ford's voiceover where he phoned it in. It's only on Laserdisc, too, so. <laughs> oh, shit. And something else that I notice in my notes is uh, about 3.30, I have a note just about the music, which I think, again, kind of circles back to Skylar's point about how good the music and sound design in this whole movie is. Uh, we were talking about that opening scene a little bit and mm-hmm. or not. Sorry, not the opening scene, but the the, the introduction of Michael as an adult. Um, and 
what I noticed right away is like, uh, and I don't know, have you guys, you guys have both seen Halloween kills, right? The most recent as of, as of the recording. No, mm-hmm. I have seen it. Okay. Um, well, Kevin, for your benefit, you know, there's all, there's this, and this, this occurs through many subsequent Halloween movies. I'm sure where it's like, they don't want to show his face because he's more mysterious. If he just always has the mask on, man, if you're paying attention, you see Michael Myers face like right away at, like yeah. when he gets in the car. And I was like, Oh, he looks <laughs> like a dude. <laughs> Yep. He sure the mask sure helps. <laughs> when yeah, she he looks way scarier at the end, I always forget like how good of a look we get of his face. Like you yeah. see the whole fucking face. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a guy. He's a regular <laughs> yeah, dude just, for sure. Just a just a man with a, a very, weird zombie guy. You know, with a, a comfy uh fashionable onesie. So <laughs> what is what is the overall lore with Michael Myers? I I've seen a couple of the other Halloween movies, but all I really remember is the kills in them. I don't really remember like the overall narrative of why, uh, why he is. I have uh, seen every Halloween movie to date because I'm <laughs> such a cool guy. Uh, and it, his lore does shift a little bit. It starts because I noticed in this movie, like he only follows Jamie Lee Curtis because she drops the key off at the house like this morning. That's the whole start of their thing is that she stopped by when he happened to be there one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having a snack of dog and and w- he was just chomping down some dog. <laughs> Could have been a skunk as you do, as you do. <laughs> and he just heard some lady outside and yeah. looked at the screen door and was like, all right, well, I guess, uh, I guess I got a murder. I'm full of dog. Now <laughs> you got a full belly ready to get ready to go murder. Well, maybe later. Yeah, murdering. Right now, I got some stalking to do. She sort of vaguely, not really looks like my sister, so I'm just going to follow this through yeah. for the rest of the day. Anyway, uh, starting in, I believe the fourth one with Jamie Lee Curtis is not in. They tie a familial connection between them that he's actually she's actually his sister, and her she has died in a car crash by that point. There's several continuities in Halloween as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's her multiverse. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the for, for those that are just listening, Walter's unrolling an enormous uh, outline of all of the different continuity yeah. lines uh, with visual aids. There's string I've been and yarn. Preparing and... for this my whole life. <laughs> if you'll go into this room here, Walter, that whiteboard. How you you got to move the camera back? <laughs> you can't see the whole thing. Um, so he he chases Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in that movie. I'm not going to refer to her as the character Laurie Strode. Um, chases her daughter, and then throughout all of this he's just a man mm-hmm. like he he never actually dies in the movie he always narrowly escapes death he's i mean tough but he he's not supernatural in any way mm-hmm. and then starting in part six also part three was a completely separate movie they they wanted to deal with like an anthology series but that one was so bad shit crazy and also halloween exists as a movie within that movie like they watch it on tv it's crazy anyway part six starring paul rudd uh that ties him into like uh ancient cult of uh i have i've only seen that one once but like they, that has a supernatural element to it mm-hmm. where he's resurrected then <laughs> that continuity gets you're, doing, you're away. doing the whole series right yeah 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 yeah, okay, yeah. look this is what i'm here for you can edit <laughs> this out kevin i don't give a shit this is for me this is its own episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> just this is for the Patreon. Yeah. Um, so that continuity gets upended. Halloween H2O comes out to celebrate 20 years. 
Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. Basically, everything after the first one doesn't count anymore. Michael just comes back uh, and hunts her down. Yeah, I thought Halloween H2O was the one set underwater. It is not. No. Uh, you're a buffoon, and that joke is dated and old, and I hate you. <laughs> it's like the C-Lab one? Yeah. Um, that one features Josh Hartnett and LL Cool J. Uh, are, you, are you sure you're not thinking of Deep Blue Sea? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's, I, cool I see now why this one too. he is. Okay, I can see where the confusion <laughs> comes from. I apologize for my comments earlier, Kevin. Uh, so that one starts new continuity, and then ha- that's followed by Halloween Resurrection because Michael Myers definitively gets his head cut off at the end of Halloween H2O. And then Halloween Resurrection retcons that, so it was not Michael Myers who got his head cut off. It was someone that he had put the mask on. And then he immediately kills Jamie Lee Curtis. And uh, then that one tries to be very modern. And there's like kids and uh, kids in like a house and there's all webcams and stuff. And Busta Rhymes is in it. Um, It's terrible. Then. uh, So uh, in that one, he's still just a normal guy. He never died. The magic stuff's been wiped away. Then there's the Rob Zombie movies. Pretty much a normal guy. Just a dick. Just a real jerk. Yeah. Like, really, we spent a lot of time with his upbringing and yeah. how boring he'll be. Yeah, because is. what he always needed was a, a really stringent yeah. backstory. We wanted to know every detail, every single bit of it. Yeah. Uh, those two movies were whatever. And then this new continuity started in 2018, I believe, uh, with uh, Halloween 2018. Refreshes everything, only the first movie counts. And now Michael Myers Spider-Man is just situation. a 60-year-old man who's been waiting for 40 years to get his revenge on Jamie Lee Curtis until, spoilers for new Halloween kills, there might be a supernatural element kind of introduced. They talk about mm-hmm. him sort of being an embodiment of, or like getting power from yeah. fear. Not sure how much we want to like completely spoil Halloween kills because it did just come out. Yeah, yeah, but, I won't. I won't go too deep into it. We could, so, we could, we could say that the jury's still out on this one. So, <laughs> in this long digression to answer your very simple question of <laughs> is Michael Myers magical? Uh, sometimes <laughs> it depends. It depends on which metaverse we're in. Yeah, yeah. certainly we, in this first movie, I don't think he is intended to be. Yeah, can we talk about this a little bit? Because you mentioned this earlier too, Kevin. The idea that like. Jason is supernatural. Freddy Krueger is supernatural and Michael Myers becomes supernatural. When John Carpenter conceived of this character originally, he just wanted him to be nameless or not nameless, but like faceless, uh, you know, like emotionless and just like a force of nature because that's the most effective, right? You don't know the rules. You don't like these people don't deserve to die. And it's just, that's why it's scary. It could happen to you theoretically. Um, And, I think that a lot of the the supernatural element is sort of like a feedback loop, right? Because those other movies came out in that intermediary period and now they need an excuse for why Michael Myers can continue to get killed every single movie and then somehow be back. And I really think it cheapens it. Um, And I think that's why this movie is so effective is because it has, even though it's outlandish, it's grounded in reality in a real way. Yeah. And something, something I have in my notes in this film is, 
uh, around the time he gets his first kill, I just have a note that says, why these girls didn't seem like they did anything bad. Why is he targeting them specifically? And that is something that it is like a, a cool part about this movie is it does feel like this could happen to anybody. And I think the movie does a good job of setting it up in like small town America. It could be you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has that feeling. And and just really quickly, uh, with those sequels diluting that and kind of going away from that uh, very much like it could uh, it rob some of the fear because also every movie has to have that cathartic ending where the killer is stopped. Yeah. Like definitively or you know mostly definitively or or at least that you just know the rules i mean i watched yeah. scream recently as well and that was something they harped on about in scream is that oh you know the killer always follows the rules mm-hmm. and after you watch enough of these slasher films you do start to pick up on them but it's just yeah this movie's just very effective in that you don't know why the people are being killed it just it really does feel like he just had a belly full of dog and saw jamie lee curtis <laughs> and was just like eh. She's the she's going to be the scream queen. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I like about this movie, too, and this became a thing. And Walter, I know you've seen way more slasher movies than I have. But like yep. in the later 80, 80s ones, there's like this morality element, right? Like the the old story yeah. is, is that like the slutty one dies first. And, you know, if you have sex in a horror movie, you're going to get killed. Um, in this one, the slutty one dies second. And <laughs> technically, yeah. his sister never actually hooks up with her boyfriend at the beginning there's still like a sexual element that I actually kind of like forgot about where he's Mm -hmm. like always killing people sort of in and around that. um, Yeah. He does seem kind of interested in that. Yeah. You know, the guy's got some issues. Yeah. (laughs) He kills, Um, he kills Lester right after he has sex. Yeah. 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 Um, But that dude's name Lester. Yep. I thought that was Bob. I thought it was Bob or Paul. Maybe. Does Paul get away? I want to say Paul survives. I think Paul's the one that, uh, the girl with the frizzy hair is going to go see yeah but he kills her in the car yeah so he just Paul presumably like waits all night for her and then <laughs> feels terrible the next day i i have a note in here that he kills lester i don't remember who lester is but lester is dead <laughs> feel so sure there's no lester i'm gonna movie. google right now <laughs> please do imdb i i want to while you do that i want to go back really quickly because you mentioned that he didn't the the uh the sister didn't get with her boyfriend I feel like it's implied that he did. No, nah, dude, they're making out. And then he's like, I got to go. See ya. And okay. then she's going but, for the old topless uh, hairbrush. You know how you do. Right. She's going for the top, topless hairbrush. He's putting his shirt back on. But I want to talk about this because it's like a long uh, a, a single take. Yeah. And like when Michael watched them from outside the window, they go upstairs. He walks around the house and inside. And I timed it. They're up there for a minute and 10 seconds. Pretty yeah. sure they have sex, but it's okay, just there. Okay, okay, okay. I'm so glad you brought this up. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Let's, can we pause real quick? Pause. Let's put a pin in this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's jump forward to one hour, three minutes, yeah. and 30, yeah, yeah. Oh, 30 yeah, yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. No, I got to know about the, that too. Please that's the ahead. fastest sex that's it's ever happened. So fast. And she's take. so satisfied. He gets in there. Crazy. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's like 15 Dude. seconds from start to finish. Like, my Sex in that era was just beers. different. Yeah. yeah, they were they were ready to go. They didn't I literally have... I wrote down one hundred three thirty, the fastest, most successful sex of all time. They didn't have internet porn to <laughs> to ruin them. I guess. Yeah. I, Good. Point. I wrote in my notes, Bob. Only last yeah, yeah. I just absolutely I'm on, his name. <laughs> I'm on IMDb right now. 
and I I just started control F Lester. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no one even involved in the film. <laughs> was well, like I a have, best boy or a grip or anything. I have a note at 44 minutes talking about Lester. So <laughs> you're sure you didn't mean molester? No, nope, no. Nope. Oh, okay. But anyways, yeah, I noticed yeah, that John, too, John Carpenter, maybe he just like doesn't know about sex at this point in his life. He's like, yeah, like 30 seconds. That's what you, you know, right? That's that's how Pretty long standard. it takes, right? That's, yeah. that's how long a sex happens. <laughs> I don't know if the man's married or not, but I, uh, what a, I mean, maybe he's saying. he's very successfully married. Maybe he only needs 30 seconds. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Depends on how you look at it, really. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that too. That Bob was a real like less than a minute. Yeah, he's in he there. gets it done. <laughs> so something else that kind of ties in with this is, man, so many problems in this movie would have been alleviated if they just had cell phones. This is another yeah, thing. Yeah. Like this, you you can't remake this movie in the modern era because it's like, yeah. hey, uh, there's a creepy guy outside your house. Is everything okay? No, nah, yeah. I'm not egg, okay. Egg Call emoji. the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, serial killers gotta just be like man i miss the good old days where you could just cut someone's phone line or now they're fucking now they're texting each other all the time yeah. uh, they have like ring webcams all around the house <laughs> yeah <laughs> motion detected in the backyard and you put yeah. it on oh, it's that fucking serial killer again <laughs> just lean at you under, get out of here get out of here <laughs> turn the turn the sprinklers on <laughs> yeah. you just hit him with the lemon water like he's a cat <laughs> so usually usually my complaint when we watch horror movies is uh, a lot of the scare would go away if the people just had a decent flashlight and this just any old nokia brick phone from the 90s would have solved all of the problems in this film for for the characters yeah you know it was a simpler age as we're talking about these characters i want to on this watch again i've seen this three or four times i noticed that all the men last for like 30 seconds and Annie is goddamn awful. She's so mean to Lori. Yeah, for no reason. She's supposed for to be no a friend. I know. I was like, do you like each other? She's like, you dumb bitch. You're at home studying. Yeah. Well, the first she, thing they do is try and ditch her. So over here, yeah, you might she's blown out by Bob. She's like talking wistfully and is like, uh, either I can either watch the kids sleep, listen to Linda fool around, or talk to you. And I was like, fuck you, lady. <laughs> Why am I the third worst option? Am, am I confusing Annie and the other one? Is the other Annie one Linda? Is the one who dies in the car. Okay, the that's what I brown thought. Hair. That's and what Linda I thought. is and her boyfriend Bob. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. Totally. Die in bed. That's right. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Because, you know, neither of them are nice, but I want to say Annie was less nice. Yeah. And also speaking of, you said totally a lot there. I, uh, it, was an, it was not on an accident. It was, okay. It was on purpose. Do you think John Carpenter had ever spoken to a teenage girl? <laughs> no, God, no. I, I have so many. see d- him sitting at his typewriter, like, all right, what do they? What do the kids say these days? Yeah. Totally. I have so many. This is also co-written by a woman. Uh, yeah. I have Elver, so many notes Elver in here about Wilson the dialogue movie. being awkward. That's, yeah. I think, maybe my number one most common note in here is weird dialogue. Dialogue awkward, stilted <laughs> conversation. Yeah, yeah. Some of it's a bit forced and. Uh, Loomis is obviously supposed to be kind of like changed by all of his experience working with Michael and stuff, but the way he's he's like talking like a fire and brimstone pe- preacher and not yeah. a licensed yeah. psychologist. Yeah, when I was a when I was a 
medical school or whatever <laughs> psychologist school this is how they explain that you should talk to patients yeah um I- I forget that like he's from Jump Street, just like, no, nah, it's he'd be better off dead. I if I could <laughs> legally shoot Michael in the face. He'll tell he'll I tell anybody. It. He'll tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, nice I to need meet to you. Kill, yeah. I need to murder my Can patient. Can I tell you about quick? my worst patient that I've ever had? My greatest <laughs> just failure. Ordering a sandwich and just yeah. like this Boy, reminds have me. I ever told you. Why why didn't he just poison him when he was going to visit him? Just like, hey Michael, I brought you some dog meat, your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> num num num. Something I also appreciate about this movie is it, I appreciated that none of the adults seemed like creepy, weird men. That was something else mm. that like watching this, it's like, man, this is kind of a nice change of pace. Of like all the adult characters in here just appear to be nice. They appear to yeah, just like be nice people very who live wholesome. in a small town. Yeah. It's very yeah. wholesome. Uh, aside from uh, 2520, uh, the world's hairiest chest. Um, <laughs> I wrote possibly the scariest part of this movie so far. Didn't know this movie had a Wolfman cameo. <laughs> The other when, thing you're, I, when your chest hair is sticking out of your crew neck t-shirt, things are getting bad. Oh, yeah. It's the real the horror I, of this film. The other thing I appreciated was when the daughter rolls up on her cop dad and they were just like <laughs> blasting the joint in the car. They put it out and they're like totally stone cold sober like, hey, hey, dad. It's like, he knows. <laughs> As someone who's been in your situation, he can fucking smell the, that the joint that looks like a piece of penne pasta. Uh, <laughs> well, while they're driving around listening to Don't Fear the Reaper, the only licensed music in this movie, <laughs> as if they were like, how can we make sure that the audience knows what's in this jazz cigarette? Also, wh- like, why would you even pull up? On yeah. Your- <laughs> that's just-, just keep driving. Yeah. No reason you need to pull over to talk yeah. to your dad. I mean, even if your dad wasn't a cop, that seems like not the best idea. Yeah. It seems like Annie's just like trying to get Lori busted, which comes back to my point. You like know. she's a bad friend. Yeah, in character. The only thing I could think of her for how they got away with it was the weed then was just shitty. They just said I, shitty. I, I was weed. thinking the same thing. So diluted. I, yeah. yeah. He's, he caught a whiff and was like, that's mostly oregano. <laughs> like, they're fine. They're fine to drive with that. This, this is literal grass. Yeah, the dad's <laughs> like, eh, at least they're not doing quaaludes. <laughs> yeah. the, I think it's that, that sheriff dad has a line where he's talking to Loomis and the, like, the hardware store is broken into. Yeah. And he says, uh, all they took was Halloween masks, rope, and a couple of knives. Probably kids. Like, what? <laughs> the thing every kid wants to steal. Rope coming, and coming knives. back to John Carpenter's understanding of adolescence. <laughs> Those are the three most terrifying things to go missing from yeah. the store. <laughs> There's a psychotic serial killer loose in our town, and uh, the yeah. only thing missing from the hardware store is all the knives and rope. Yeah. The things that you would use to kill someone, but it's, you know, probably just kids. Did you notice that he, at the end of the movie, after she stabs him on the couch with her sewing needle, he leaves the knife on the floor, and it's oh, there. Yeah. It's there, sort of toward the end. There's like a like a recap of all the all the locations. So I was just imagining Michael Myers being like, "Well, I can't use this one. Let me just go <laughs> to the kitchen and find another identical <laughs> knife." <laughs> I don't like the swing of this one. I already used it. He found a good one though. Yeah. This it's is, not to spoil Halloween Kills again, but there is that scene where he just, I feel like he's testing out knives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like trying to, like he's got a corpse already and he's just like, this one? Nah, <laughs> he skips <laughs> over the Cutco knife in the cutting block. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Serrated, maybe? No. I, that would be a good endorsement if you were the knife uh, most preferred by serial killers. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's, that's a terrifying <laughs> you should, question uh, You ask. should tweet that at Vustov. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and Google that, Kevin? <laughs> just your guys reaction, both of you just like, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Glad, glad we're in a different state these days. That's... <laughs> So do we have any any other kind of notes we want to go over from the first hour of the movie? Because it, it seems like we've kind of covered everything. One, one little point. Easter egg that I thought was great. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, Walter, but uh, they're watching The Thing from Another World. I, yeah, I did notice yeah. that. I had never picked up on that until now. And I, I want to say it was either John Carpenter's next movie or his subsequent movie was I think The Thing. It's only like four years later, which is crazy to me. Yeah, because I I'm a huge fan of the thing. I think that's a pretty close to perfect movie, and it just like, I mean, not like this one doesn't seem like amateurish or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like it's such a small scale and like so sh- shoestring everything yeah. they're doing. But like seeing him go on move on to the thing so close after this blows my mind. Yeah, he, he definitely got a blank check from this one to do whatever the yeah. fuck he wanted in it. Yeah. So okay, so Halloween. The Fog, Escape from New York, then The Thing. Oh, wow. In over the course Bangers. of... Uh, yeah, so if we start with Assault on Precinct 13, that's one, two, three, four, five bangers in as many years. Man, yeah. We we have done some shit talking about his dialogue in, in this run, but I'm a yeah. big fan of Carpenter. I yeah. Think- He's he's got some real talent. The dialogue yeah, was as good as it needed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It got. Us I don't. I don't think it's a detriment go. to this movie, but just yeah. like on a on a fourth watching of this film, I'm starting to pick up on these things that yeah. stand out to me a little bit. And something I wonder too is if we just have a more like a higher expectation for what film dialogue should be now versus then. If people heard this dialogue, like they nailed what the kids sound like these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Let me tell you, this dialogue. Once again, don't want to spoil too much of Halloween Kills, but this dialogue works a lot better when it's not spliced into a movie made 40 years later. <laughs> um, I also noticed a lot of ADR uh, where like lines would come from off screen and they would sound totally different. Uh, so oh, yeah. a lot of these are like the the new and improved. This will definitely sound a better version of these lines. And a lot of them are still a little weird. <laughs> I mean, it definitely feels like this movie was like, we got to get this shot. Yeah, like, get it I think in they the only can. had Donald Pleasance for a, a couple days. Yeah. And so they were like, get all his scenes out. We'll fix whatever we can in post. Side note, Donald Pleasance. It's like he didn't know what movie he was in. That guy's <laughs> demolishing scenery. Yeah. Just just chewing it up. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I I think he's a solid actor, but he is definitely like I'm I'm doing this in two takes. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them are going to be way up high. Yeah, it's what you're getting. Uh, speaking of Loomis, I always forget about the scene where he like scares the kids away from the door uh, outside of the Michael Myers <laughs> house. He's like, honey, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And the joy on his face after he does that. It's the is like the things, only Walter. time we see him smile in the whole series. You know, yeah. you got to you got to appreciate the little things. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you're hunting uh, a mask killer who you believe to be the personification of evil. You can set aside some time to fuck yeah. with some kids on Halloween. Let's be real. <laughs> you think once again, it's up? like. You're a child psychologist, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you think he munched on any of that dog while he was waiting? Yeah, he's like, oh, just sitting around this house. So fresh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem like Michael shit his yeah, brains out after eating it. So he specifically good. says it's still warm. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, well then, you be do? kind of foolish waste not to. Warm dog. Be waste. Um, here's a question for you guys, and maybe yeah. I'm a, a big dumb dumb. Uh, Chekhov's cool. matchbook. Um, we see it at nine minutes, and then we see it pay off again at 1945 when he finds the tow truck. Oh yeah. But I'm not exactly following what Michael Myers does with this information. I I don't. Th- I think it's just for Loomis to know that Michael was yeah. there. The hospital yeah. gowns and empty tow yeah, truck. The, is, the matchbook is, was enough. in the car that yeah. he stole. Yeah. And then it was with the tow truck. So I think he just knows that this is definitely Michael who is now has taken this tow truck. Doesn't find the body of the dead man. Yeah. But yeah, that assumed, was actually I, yeah. I noted that too because that was an off screen kill, which yeah. you don't really see a lot in slasher movies. I know, I kind of forgot about it. I was yes. gonna say there's only three kills in this movie besides the sister, but no, I guess there's that one. Yeah, and that nurse well, at the beginning gets away, which I always forget. She does. Yeah. Yeah, I know. She can't light so her cigarettes anymore, though. My yeah. big question about this movie has always been how does the doctor know that Michael Myers is evil if he just never talks during their <laughs> sessions? That's a good point. <laughs> he's got evil eyes, Kevin. He's, he's, he's 100%, reading the vibes. He's yeah. 100% convinced he's like, there's Hitler and then there's Michael Myers. <laughs> Maybe he tried like bunny therapy one time and just like looked away for a second. Yeah. And or maybe he brought a dog in and then Michael ate that dog. You know. <laughs> you know that's enough for me. That's That'll enough for me, for me to to keep somebody yeah. incarcerated for life. Yeah. You eat one dog <laughs> and enjoy it. It's it's a one strike system. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, on to the the. Oh, can I, half of the movie. Can I Go say ahead. one one thing yeah, about absolutely. the the first half before we move on? Um, one thing that I noticed about this movie, and I, and I the, the most recent Halloween that I watched prior to this one was Halloween Kills. Is uh, it you have to be very artful with how you show Michael moving, mm, yeah. and in Halloween Kills they do a terrible job where they're like shooting at him and he's just sauntering around. Yeah, and in this in this one he's either not moving at all and they cut him in and out, or he walks at just the right pace for it to not be stupid. I think the, it's the classic, easier said than done. I think the classic mm-hmm. joke with Halloween movies is why don't you just briskly walk away from him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it is, you never seem like hit a light jog to catch somebody, you know? Oh, and, he does. And, uh, he, at the end, he like climbs those stairs. Like he's got somewhere to be <laughs> in, in this one. I, I think it works. Cause like we talked about, he spends most of the movie just like stalking silently. Yeah in the background so you don't like get the impression that i mean there's there's briefly where like he's chasing her out uh chasing laurie out of the first house yeah and he just kind of saunters across the lawn yeah but even then it's like she's kind of panicked oh holy fuck those neighbors who ignore her yeah come on, on. Porch. yeah he turns on the light definitely sees an imperiled yeah, woman icon no time for this shit right yeah. now it's halloween i gotta be up in the morning that is the I, real this villain of this fucking movie. This woman I don't is even clearly see, having a bad evening. I don't even know how you'd see something like that and think it's a prank. <laughs> I, yeah. At the very least, like, open the door crack and like, need to Actually, use my phone Actually, doesn't something? that become a prank in Halloween Kills, Walter? The, oh, those little kids triggered. Yeah, I guess. It's the exact same prank. I guess so, yeah. Well. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot, I, Don't Kevin. I look like quite the buffoon? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Halloween Kills, to be fair. So yeah, you should watch uh, it just to compare what not to do in a Halloween movie. Yeah, we, we we'll we'll try to stop talking about it as much, yeah. but I, just real quick, I don't think it was a very good movie. 
Uh, I haven't heard anyone say anything positive about it, which is why I didn't seek it out. All, yeah. all my friends like horror movies were just like, this is an embarrassment. I, I keep bringing it up just because um, there are so many Halloween movies. And when you make a movie like Halloween Kills, you have so much material to look at and to say, okay, what did they do? Did it work? Why did it work? Why did it not work? And they used that information to make Halloween 2018, which Walter, I know you're not a huge fan of, but I yeah. liked fine. I think it's okay. I, I don't yeah. dislike it. Um, and then they were like, we got this. Let's make Halloween two. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say really quick. Like I felt like uh, Halloween 2018 did a pretty good job of kind of like recreating the feel of the original Halloween. Yeah. Like it, like kind of a slow dread sort of thing. It's like Michael's not like an unstoppable force. It's but it's just like he's he could be looming in the shadows kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Halloween Kills is just like no, he's the he's the Michael from like Halloween Five, like just a juggernaut coming through. Mm-hmm. And it it just it's was such a tonal shift from the yeah. previous one, and also a bad movie. Yeah. But back to back Halloween, Halloween 1978. Yeah. It's good. It's it's a good. You know what, it's guys? A good good it's movie. a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So a note, a note I had that I just every time I read it, I get a little joy out of it. But going back to that sex scene, uh, so it's just <laughs> they deliver themselves to Michael. They just roll into somebody else's home to bang disrespectful kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, the liberties these people take with somebody else's house. I yeah. Like even in high school, I would have been like, uh, I don't want to move this. <laughs> at least, at least not on the bed. Cause it's like, yeah. you're not making those sheets. You're not putting that bed back together afterwards. Just having sex in someone else's bed. You're not even supposed to be there. Like they weren't babysitting that kid. Yeah. No, that's some, that's some balls on that. Yeah. Just wish someone would come in there and murder them to death. <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote a note that like Michael must have been like freaking out that just all these kids were falling into <laughs> yeah. his lap. Oh my god. <laughs> like, this is this... perfect. I killed that one lady, but now two more kids just showed up. Oh man. It's like it a great, hydra. Because he was he was pretty tired after carrying a tombstone across town, which is another thing I forgot <laughs> I about. Forget about yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> like just imagine Michael Myers like taking in at 45 minutes out of his day stalking Laurie Strode to just like lug a tombstone up to the second floor of a house <laughs> he's, thankfully dragging he's extremely certain that nobody is in <laughs> yeah. he must have been jacked to just carry that thing up those stairs too yeah i i want i want to see the scene where he, like he puts that on the bed and just like lays down on the floor <laughs> for 20 minutes like as his back recovers uh, my sciatica <laughs> i should have had a couple shots of him working out when he was in the uh that's insane asylum. Yeah, I feel like those are in the Michael, the uh, Rob Zombie ones, where <laughs> yeah. they have to explain him becoming Tyler Maine. <laughs> you can you can buy the tie-in exercise book that goes. With doesn't the movie. he like? Doesn't he like tip over a car in those, Walter? Uh, I don't remember. That seems very possible. Yeah, yeah. Something that I always forget about this movie too is there's really not a lot of gore in it. Yeah, I think there's a couple shots that are you could call them gory. Uh, but the gore in the movie really is like, it's just a light touch. It's just enough to remind you that he's killing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like a lot more strangulation than I remembered. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking about that with the Annie's death in the car where, mm-hmm. you know, especially when he stabs her, like if this were any other movie, you'd be like, okay. And here's the point at which blood shoots out of her. Right. And nope, you don't, yeah. I don't even think there's any blood in that scene. 
I don't think I don't so. No, think I think so. he just strangles her. Yeah. Well, he does stab her, but there's no blood. Does he? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Just to, for good measure, you know. Yeah. And and when he uh, kills Bob slash Lester and pins him to a wall, that's another scene where like you would think there'd be like yeah. a pool forming or something like a tiny bit. Yeah, it, it's kind of. He's extremely like, poorly hydrated. That's the most heightened kill of yeah. the movie, kind of. And it, even then, there's like a lot of restraint in, in how grisly it is. Yeah. I know if it was just kind of, uh, I mean, obviously, this movie is a trendsetter, but uh, if they just hadn't arrived at that kind of like, they hadn't you know, found that formula yet. Of my, like, my this guess is kind of what people want to see. My guess is that a lot of it came from budget. That's very probable. Yeah. Like, like, you know, it's, it's so expensive to reset fake blood mm-hmm. for, for however many takes you want to do. Uh, Cause this yeah. is long before, of course, CG blood. So um, I feel like that's one of the many cost saving maneuvers that you don't really think about until you're like really putting your mind to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It so, m- might've been like, they had this house for a day. and was like, we, we are not getting anything. Yeah. <laughs> we are not paying a cleaning fee. Here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I had to break it. I had to look up who Lester is. Lester's the dog. Lester's Lindsay's dog. Oh, oh, it's all coming together because okay. she hates. Well, no, no wonder he's not credited on IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Lester hates Annie because she's so mean. That's he right. likes everybody except for her. And Michael does kill Lester. Okay, that's. Yeah. Also, oh, she spills later. Later, she spills a little liquefied butter on herself and then washes all of her clothes. She gets yeah. she gets completely topless in the <laughs> kitchen, well baby naked. Yeah, in someone <laughs> else's kitchen. She's not just like goes and puts on another set of clothes and like, oh, I'll wash these when I get home. She's like, you got to get butter out before it sets into the fabric. <laughs> yeah. Man, and the little girl is just like dead eyed staring at the TV. Doesn't even care, dude. I, she's like, fucking in the zone. You've been yeah. there, just really enjoying that that movie Thing i thought like space. for a second like did she get into annie's stash this is <laughs> she is so locked in on the thing i also like that their their detached laundry room uh locks yeah. from the outside yeah it, it's it's designed so they can lock their kid in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that she's going to die when she gets stuck in the window. Oh, by the way, speaking of having no chill, Lindsay immediately tells, uh, I guess it's Paul that, uh, Annie got stuck oh, in the window. Yeah. Like, like she's like, don't say, never tell anyone about this. Hey, yeah, what's up? Like, never just tell got anyone. stuck in the window. Lindsay's <laughs> already in her head. Like, this is how I'm going to word it when I tell Paul right now. <laughs> it's, I don't even think it's that embarrassing of a thing to happen to get stuck in a window versus, Anything if you can suck in a window, happened. I'm going to tell everyone. All right. If you need to poo it, my friend, we're gonna, <laughs> we will never let you forget it. Also, how did you how take did, that to your grave? How did she, how did she get stuck in there? She I was trying to get out, and then her foot was over there, and she was super high from that pasta <laughs> she smoked earlier. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Don't worry about it. That's a weird scene. Because yeah. it, it does feel like it's supposed to build up, to, or I, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a fake out where Michael's, you think Michael's going to come in and kill her then? Yeah. But I, I thought that he was going to kill her then. I think, yeah. It, yeah, I think it's definitely a fake out. But my question, though, is uh, where, how does Michael get into the car that's locked? Oh, yeah. Did he go track down those spare keys? I mean, he maybe there's a coat hanger or something. Those 70s cars. Yeah, that's a good you can point. Get into those pretty easy, probably. Yeah, he's really good at driving um, for being locked up for 40 years. So <laughs> he was eight stands, years old. Stands to reason <laughs> that he's also going to be really good at stealing cars. <laughs> 
So towards the end of my notes here, jumping back to where we, you know, we're, we're supposed to be talking about the end of the movie, but we're sidetracked back to the kind of the beginning again. So towards the end of the movie, a note I have is uh, hiding in the closet, the worst place to hide. It's got those giant slats in it. There's nowhere to go once you go into that closet. What was her game plan? With I feel like, like she was trying to like, so she opens up the window and I was like, oh, that's smart. Then he's going to think he went out the window and then mm-hmm. she goes in the closet and she like locks it up. You know, I feel like it's a solid plan, but he immediately is like, boom, closet, <laughs> <Yeah>. let's do it. <laughs> Doesn't even think about one the thing, window. That window's bullshit. I'm yeah. checking this closet over here. <laughs> how, how do we feel about Lori as a final girl? Uh, uh, I mean, like I said in my earlier notes, none of these people really seem like they deserve to get killed. Yeah. I mean, they were maybe disrespectful teens uh, doing what teens do, but they weren't like irredeemable people that it's just like oh thank god michael's killing them no absolutely so not. it's yeah, yeah i mean Lori seems like it fine to be the last person i mean i'm glad she survives but yeah i i, I love you know john carpenter has said that 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 element that we were talking about a little bit earlier about morality and that being an element of like why these people are being subjected to violence was never his intent and he hates that you know, that became a thing in slasher movies. Mm. And for that reason, that's why this is, I think maybe, you know, a handful of slashers that I really like is because there's no real morality element to it at all. Like these people are fine. If they were a little worse, they still wouldn't deserve to die. Um, And you, you don't really want anybody to die in this movie, which is great as opposed to like, you know, firing up, nightmare on elm street four and you're just like oh man i can't wait for this dude to get stabbed because he is so <laughs> irritating yeah i i definitely get the impression like Lori's like on another night Lori might be the one who's hanging out with a boy while one of the other friends watches the kids kind mm-hmm. of thing like i think mm-hmm. it's it's just sort of circumstance that she's the most chased one that evening mm-hmm. <clears throat> she's also she's also blonde and typically the final girl is the brunette who is who gets killed immediately yeah um did you guys both know that so uh jamie lee curtis's mom is janet lee who is like the first slasher victim in psycho Psycho, yeah that's such a that's such an interesting parallel yeah it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) like the two landmark films of early horror yeah to some degree yeah and uh i think she has a cameo in halloween h2o oh does she yeah i have like six more halloween movies to watch That's, that's you should one of make, the better ones. I you think. should make me uh, uh, like a like a pecking order, and then you yeah. should come over for the Paul Rudd one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna light it up. <laughs> real, yeah, real quick. I think original is the best. H two O is pretty solid, pretty fun, um, and four is underrated. Okay, and then after that, they they're you know, it's not it's you, you gotta be committed. After yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You got to be ready to map out that metaverse, figure out which Michael right. Myers you have. <laughs> so um, if you had to like look at slashers as a genre, I feel like the three, the three eras are kind of psycho Halloween and what scream maybe. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Like those are the three, if you're only going to watch three. Yeah. For, and, yeah. For slashers. I think that's yeah pretty accurate. There's definitely a shift after Scream and, and kind of the sort of movies that were being made. Man, yeah. Scream is so good. Scream's I hadn't solid. seen it. Yeah. I hadn't seen it in a long time. And just watching it randomly for fun, I was like, ah, this is 
a treat to watch after watching so many slasher films. I just recently learned that like there's like real scream heads out there that have like they like all of them and they like know the continuity. And I was like, I didn't even know that the sequels were good, but apparently <laughs> people like them and they're excited about the new one. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, two is pretty good. Three is bad. Okay. Four is okay. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Four is okay. Which one has Jan, Sal, and Bob in it? Three. That's the, I, I, uh, so yeah. you must have that mixed up Twist. then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do we have anything else we want to say about Halloween before we bid our fair listeners adieu? Uh, well, I, I need to I need to ask you, Kevin, uh, on the subject of final goals. How do you feel? Do you think you could survive this movie? I think you can easily. make it through. Oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. <laughs> Just this like the one... scenario, you're you're babysitting the kid. Your yep. buddies across the street also babysitting the kid, but like DTF and uh, DTF with me, you. the kid. No, no, no. Or... It's like their your friend is like trying to get laid with someone else. Uh, and is probably going to pass that kid off to you at some point. I'd be. You, you've been noticing someone stalking you all day. <laughs> I'd be chilling, playing Nintendo Switch, my <laughs> ring security system up. I'd see Michael in the background, I'm like, "Get out of here, scamp!" <laughs> let me, let me, let me propose a different scenario. So, like, sure. let's say, like, let's put Kevin in the Bob role for a second, where they have <laughs> you know immediate successful sex, and then Linda goes. Kevin, go get me a beer. And Kevin goes, no, go get it yourself. <laughs> exactly. And then she goes down and she gets killed. And then the phone rings and he's like, no, thanks. Click. <laughs> stays in bed. And he's like, he's like burning a J in there when Michael Myers rolls in and they, they share it. And then Michael Myers chills out and then credits roll. I think, it, I think if I were Bob, that, the sex Reaper scene, plays. that sex scene would have been very different. I would have been the one looking satisfied. <laughs> she would have been like, that's it? <laughs> he would have been like, go get me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and no, you, I, smoke, you smoke both the cigarettes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Michael Myers would have cheated on me as someone, as someone being uh, interesting to kill. I think he would have seen me and been like, Oh, I feel bad for that guy. I gotta let him live. The cigarettes will take care of that one. <laughs> We've seen me and been like, oh, I don't know. This this guy, he's, he's dealing with enough. <laughs> this feels like it'd be more of a mercy killing than anything. Yeah. It's not really what I'm about. Um, what about you, Walter? Do you think you would have survived? Uh, I, I guess I, as a teenager, I don't know. Uh, no, probably not. I don't have any faith in myself. I, I feel I like he's even... pretty sneaky. I don't even know what I would have been doing as a teen in that era. Look, guys, like a slasher movie is built on the idea that you're going to be alone at some point. Yeah. And I feel like the the average Halloween in our childhoods is like literally watching movies with friends. <laughs> Very yeah, yeah. hard to kill nerds yeah. when they're in a group. And and I think for our teen years, because of easy access to the Internet, if we were alone, we were jacking off and michael <laughs> yeah. michael would have had a, michael. a rude awakening sitting in the closet like this is what he's watching there's a great shot with like laurie's leaning against the door and you like slowly see the mask fade into frame yeah yeah classic. i just imagine like like he's in the doorway behind me fading the frame and then he realizes that i'm just cranking away <laughs> whoa wait fading back how out. can i get out of this closet <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he's like, oh, man, I could have been doing that all this time. <laughs> Instead of murdering people, I could have. Man. Well, we would derail this into masturbation jokes. I so. think I think we railed it <laughs> yeah. exactly where it needed to go. 
Uh, what about you, Skylar? Could you survive Michael Myers? Original, uh, original recipe, Michael Myers. You know, I feel like you have to leave your house for him to like perceive you as a victim, and that was not a concern for me then or now. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm still confused as to what I would do as like a hobby as a kid, as a teen in, yeah. in that era, his seventies. Yeah, um, you would you would definitely be watching the six hour horror marathon. Which yeah. is stoned out of which my sounded gourd. yeah like yeah. with Lindsay you guys just fucking <laughs> eating that popcorn just like watching uh, Howard Hawks horror movies. You spilled some butter on yourself. You're completely <laughs> You're <butt-ass> just... naked. <laughs> <laughs> You're what? stuck in the window to the laundry room. <laughs> Lindsay, put the TV up next to the window. <laughs> She comes in and you're like, this isn't that embarrassing, right? And she's like, no, it's this is you I'm should feel bad about yourself. Definitely going to tell people soon. All right. Well, I didn't invite Skylar on to turn this into a roast. So <laughs> Oh man. Uh my final thoughts on Halloween are to anybody listening, if you think Halloween is boring, give it another shot. Because I definitely was one of you. And it it grew on me, and every time I watch it, I like it better than the, the previous time. It it has no fat on it. It is a yep. perfect horror movie, I think. Yeah. yeah, you have to be ready for kind of the slow '70s pacing, yeah. and and it's a real, real slow burn of a movie. But I think it is great at building tension. And if you're just kind of if you're in it and you're feeling that, it, it is a rewarding. Yeah, movie. It, it just it feels like we've returned to the slower horror films in some ways. It feels like that's oh, what absolutely. people want. Our our movies where you don't see as much of the monster where there mm-hmm. is more buildup, there is more character development for the people that die. You do feel a connection to them because that's, that's what a lot of the newer, especially the A24 stuff really feels like. I, I recently watched Lamb and like that movie is incredibly slow and boring and you get very <laughs> attached to the characters in it, just like you do in Halloween, I think. Yeah, so hot take. Uh, I think we all recommend you watch Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> the stories um, are true. So on this I, horror podcast, I accidentally picked two in a row. So Walter, are you get to pick the next oh, movie right. we watch. I forgot that I, uh, but I got I got one in the chamber. Um, this is a movie I rewatched recently, and this is partially I just want to talk about the comic that was based on because I don't think it's very good. But uh, I want to talk about Thirty Days of Night from. <laughs> 2007 ish, 2009 maybe. Can I tell you a story Starring about this Josh movie? Because I it won't. It seems be like I just podcast. really like Josh Hartman. <laughs> Sorry, please go ahead, Skyler. Okay, so I watched Thirty Days of Night uh, with like like a uh, the Pirate Bay pirated version of it with you know like the <laughs> yeah. subtitles that you have to turn on in VLC mm-hmm. uh, in college, and uh, I didn't know how to turn on subtitles at that point, and so it didn't occur to me that there was a lot of vampire dialogue happening with no subtitles. Oh yeah. So I had no idea what was being said or that I was missing anything. <laughs> so that yeah. one really needs a rewatch. Well, Someone we'll I know has a choice that. of why they did vampires in different language, but yeah, yeah. Somebody I know had a similar experience watching Dances with Wolves. They didn't have subtitles oh, for all of the scenes where they're speaking Lakota and Dances with Wolves. And he's like. Yeah, half the movie just doesn't really make sense. <laughs> so, isn't that like a long movie too? Like, you have like to, three hours long. Yeah, yeah, you got to commit to that one. Yeah. It's, it's like so sauntering our, with wolves. Yeah, our next uh, episode will be us covering Thirty Days of Night. Look forward to that one. And I want to give a big thanks to Skylar for coming on uh, to the yeah. pod today. Delight to have you. As thanks always. for having me, guys.
And we will be back next week with 30 Days of Night. Thanks for listening. Bye.